Podcast.com at we made a podcast on all social media. Make sure you check out all the homies. Uh oh, you know what? Let's get since it's been a minute since we recorded. Big shout out to the Toronto Raptors. Just just for today. Th- y'all thought I forgot. You know what I'm saying? Big shout we out. We already here. called it that they was gonna win this chip on them. Big shout out T Dot. Name your favorite T Dot rapper. Caesar, first of all, let me just tell you right now. I go back. I, I dropped names on when we was on Tiki Talk Podcast. No, well, we I, didn't drop Caesar, names on the I best used podcast. To, I used though. to buy the CDs of Cardinal Official. This is before he did that mess with Akon. Okay, because I was like, I remember the this day. You, okay, the day you told me like I used to really like Cardinal Official. I'm like. Literally, I'm like, he made those terrible no, no, songs no. with Akon. When he joined Convict, he no, no, was so bad. No, no, this is way before that. He's <laughs> trying to make some money at that point. Uh, Socrates, oh my God. He used to he used to produce for like Redman and stuff back then. But um, but he also has his uh, solo stuff. He had some banging tracks back in the day. Um, he used to get them CDs, some import prices. He used to be like 22 bucks for a CD. Hey, that's a lot. Continue. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> about import prices. No, no, he used to be serious back in the day. He used to go downtown. Um, San Diego. Who else? No oh, you know, I, you know, I rock with uh, uh, Obi. Um, he got that song. Obi Ste- Trice? No, no, no. He got that song, Steve Nash. That's my shit, dog. <laughs> oh, Obi from OVO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obi <Not>, Trice? <laughs> no, no. Obi from uh, OVO. He got that song, Steve Nash, from my joint forever. But anyway, we got some serious stuff to talk about, and we got a bunch of games to talk about. Um, oh, I also want to announce for anybody watching this video. That um, I did start a new notebook. The last one was uh, from December till now, and now we're starting a new, no- new notebook. I think it's a sixth notebook, or or maybe fifth. We no, really I think don't. it's a sixth. We really don't care. Yeah, you do. Um, but yeah, got plenty of games to cover in three tournaments. Uh, Women's World Cup obviously is going on. The uh, what you call it, Gold Cup just started, and we got the Copa America out here these days. And uh, we watched a bunch of games. I've watched many games. I got two whole pages front and back of game recaps. We're starting the games from last Friday, and we're going to go in. Um, but yeah. Hope y'all just sit back right now. Hope, hope yeah. you listen to this in traffic knowing that, hey, at least we made it. It's going to cover us the whole ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I want to start off with uh, something that's uh, somewhat personal uh, for me. Whoa. I was in... <laughs> Uh, what this was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago or two weeks ago. I was in San Diego. <laughs> I was at a uh, restaurant that I frequent. Um, it used to be called Vine Ripe, and now it's called Mystic Grill. Anybody from SD, they know what's up. <laughs> so uh, already go hard. <laughs> I'm sitting in there, and I see on the TV. I'm, it's, it's showing local news, and it so, showed a uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. I mean, I, this is somebody I grew up with to an extent. Um, I thought I messaged you. It. No, no, no. I saw it. Uh, I messaged you about it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I saw him. It was like, look like he was in court. I was like, what the heck's going on with Kellen? And so 
they were showing the uh, on the ticker on the bottom talking about a rape case. I was like, what in the world? So I looked it up and I was like, holy moly, I got to read this article. This is crazy. So, um, now for a little bit of background, I uh, grew up in San Diego. Kellen grew up in San Diego. I went to um, two years of high school with him, but um, his dad and my mom, I'm sorry, my dad and his mom were cool. His dad is a Hall of Fame football player for the Chargers, but um, I never, I never met his dad. But um, his mom and my dad were cool, and they used to hang out. And I used to um, be around Kellen when we were a little bit younger. And then um, we went to high school for two years together. Then he transferred high schools. Um, I actually didn't see him after he graduated and went to University of Miami. I, I, I would never see him in San Diego. But every once in a while, like one of my homeboys would be like, oh, yeah, Kellen's back. Like, oh, you know, he asked about you. I'm like, okay. But I, I actually never saw him after he graduated. No, okay. Yeah, but like everybody else would see him. But but when I was reading this article, I was like, damn, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't see him all them years. But he'd be like, who is this guy? Um, well, what happened, dog? <laughs> yeah, we got some. yo. But this, hey, you know, let me tell you. So we're ready to continue. Simple, simple cast, two Can y'all bring back that donate button? Because clearly, <laughs> it's been getting hard down these streets. I mean, we're talking Samsung three. He got this uh, Metro PCs off the wall. When you walk in, they'd be like, "You can sign up for free. You can sign up for a plan now for thirteen a month and get this free phone." That's the phone they give you. And his case is, has been sheared off by a rabbit or something. I don't know what happened. Okay, continue about this I'm terrible killer. Story. I'm trying to talk about something serious. So you're talking about my phone case getting messed Look at up. this. Would you leave it in the sun and when you picked it up it just melted off? Look at what Caesar cares about. Cracking jokes. And I'm trying to be serious. Look at his phone. I'm not ashamed. Yo, what happened? I don't know. Can you just take the case off? You know what happened, actually? It's not even protecting you anymore. <laughs> I pulled it out. You're really ridiculous. I can't believe this. I'm trying to Damn, that's what took off my whole show energy. Oh. I pulled out my pocket yesterday, and I was like, what the heck is this stuff in there? And it was just... Two big pieces <laughs> of linen lint rolls in there. <laughs> I was like, damn, shit broke, but hey, I'm keeping it on there. Anyway, Caesar, you're a damn oh, shame. Man, you're a gutter baby. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Kellen Winslow Jr. <laughs> has been, uh, and let me just, actually, let me say, because I'm going to talk about some of the more crazier details of the story. Um, it's a story in Sports Illustrated. If you just Google uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. Sports Illustrated, it's a really detailed story if you want to read it yourself. And for those who know what, maybe don't know who's Kellen Winslow Oh, I'm sorry, Jr. yeah. Because you just started talking about that. My bad. Name. Well, you started clowning about my phone. But... That was after you were talking about your dad and his mom <laughs> okay. and homies. Kellen Winslow Jr. is a professional, fo- he was a professional football player. He played from um, like 2004, 2003, four until, um, no, no, 2000, about 2005 or so. Until like 2013, I think is when he retired. Yeah. Um, he had like one Pro Bowl season. Um, Browns, right? Yeah, with the Browns one year. And he was most known, of course, the... for his time at the Miami University of Miami, where uh, he was very, very polarizing. Well, he just had that one comment when he said, yeah, "But I mean, he was known for kind of. I think he was bigger. Honestly, I think he was bigger in college football than he was a professional. I wouldn't say that, but really? he had that one incident where he's like, "I'm a soldier," and everybody tried to harp on it. It, it no. was kind of that, that was silly. Yeah, but um, he was really good in college too, though. He was really good in the college, University of Miami. Um, it, I'm not going to get into all that, the yeah. old high school stuff. But championship, too. They might have. Um, 
But yeah, anyway, he's been. As I was saying, I'm going to talk about some of the more some of the more graphic details. So if you don't want to hear his stuff, and it might be triggering for people because it is very wild. Um, he has been convicted of rape um, and like a couple of lewd acts. He's going to be retried for eight other counts. Um, those counts are going to be he those that trial is going to start October seventh. It is now June nineteenth. Um, the the judge denied him. Caesar, you going to pay attention? What's the deal? Because I need, I need you right now. Um, the judge has denied him bail, saying that he's a threat to the community. So he's got to be in jail from now until uh, his next case in October. He said that he's innocent, but um, reading this article, I'm going to get into more why I want to bring this up. But uh, getting uh, reading this article, it just... He's a complete deviant and like just a predator and a rapist and all the all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, he uh, has been convicted of rape of a 58 year old homeless woman. Um, Sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's also been convicted of exposing himself to a 59 year old woman in the middle of a spring day while she worked in her garden. He had like biked up to her and like uh, exposed himself to her. And making lewd gestures towards a 77-year-old woman while she worked out at a gym that he attended. Lewd gestures? Yes. Um, One of them, he said, uh, like, he pulled his stuff out and was like, do you like it or something like that? To the lady at the gym? I think it was to the the woman the gardener, yeah. He, like, biked up towards her and did that, um, apparently. Now, the story is goes back through a lot of his history and this is like where it ties into kind of like the sports culture in general because um, when you look up articles like the other articles like some of them are titled Kellen Winslow Jr. couldn't stop masturbating in front of his teammates like that's like the name of the articles and this article as well goes into some of these details Um, I'm going to get past his charges and try to find the stuff that they were talking about because it was insane. I was literally like blown away. He's also been accused of some other things. Um, <laughs> Isn't but, that crazy when you like think you? Not I mean, of course, his time has passed. But when you kind of think you know somebody, then you like read stuff. You're like, what? He always had. He always had some. Uh, you know, when like I'm not gonna get into all the details from like my time with him back in the day, but like he was always really weird. And, but in terms like, of what, explain weird. He wasn't like crazy weird because you know he wasn't like a weirdo. But and he was only like, he was a year underneath us, uh, mm-hmm. like me. Um, but he was bigger than everybody. Uh, I mean, he ended up being a professional football player, obviously. But he, mm-hmm. so he's like bigger than everybody. But he's a year year younger uh, younger than us. And it was just weird because like he would get punked all the time. And we would just be like looking at him, like, and he was, and he was like always seeking approval from like different guys on the team, whether it be me, this other guy Dante, and like other dudes. Like he was always trying to like get our approval about stuff, and we weren't really that concerned with him. But like, <laughs> I mean, he's, that age. he's just like he's around, like he's fine, he's cool, but he wasn't like kind of like he was on like our, he was like he was like little bro, bro, like you know, like he was. Nah, like it wasn't like that. It was kind of like he's just there, kind of, mm-hmm. you know. Um. But, like, I remember one time he, he like, pantsed this dude, George. I mean, these people never hear this, but hey, George is kind of like a little guy. 
he pantsed him. And you know, goofy stuff you do in high school. I, I never did that, but yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, like people do no, stuff like that. I'm not saying it's like, yeah, like locker room. Never culture. heard of, yeah, yeah. He pantsed him. George turned around, caught back, and slapped Kellen so hard in the face. And we were all kind of like looking, like, whoa. <laughs> and Kellen didn't do anything. And it was really weird for everybody because it's like, Yo, dude, like, I mean, you ain't got to be gladiator, man, but, like, it's it's very weird. Like, he just, like, went blank, and it was just very odd. Like, I mean, I don't know what it's going to sound like to somebody else, but, like, you're not going to let some dude that's, like, punky like that. Especially when you're talking about a locker room, too. Yeah. It's just a weird... It was... was, You're saying that, like, the moment for everybody was... More uncomfortable, not the sense of like the pantsing, but like the reaction to getting hit in the face. It was he just, just like, didn't do why anything. Did he, why did he go? Into, then, why did he turn into a robot? And then he went up to me after and was like, "You know, I could have beat him up, right?" And I was like, <laughs> "Uh, yeah, I guess." It was really weird. Uh, I remember <laughs> like imagining your face. He's probably like, yeah, "I'm sure, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here." Uh, <laughs> Ask somebody else. Though I remember another time, uh, this other guy Bud, who was just like kind of like, like, I mean, he was like doing drugs in high school, and he was just kind of bummy at that time. Um, Bud. Bud took some. He like he thought that somebody took a dollar from him or something like that, and he was accusing Kellen. And he was like, give me the dollar, give me the dollar. And Kellen's like, I didn't do nothing. And, and then it was really weird. We're just like, yo, this dude's way smaller than you. Why are you letting him punk you like that? Nobody's, everybody's just kind of just like sitting back, like handle your business. I didn't, we didn't go to a school where it was like violent or it wasn't like, you know, turned up like that. There weren't very many fights and stuff like that. But if somebody's going to like kind of test you, you know, you, you know, you just kind of, you know, defend yourself. And he would never do that. It was really weird, but he was always like, trying to like seek our approval about stuff. He just was interesting, but then, and he was like on the team and he was good, but like he was never really like that good on our team. Um, so he, he transferred. didn't peak yet. It, to be honest, it was very weird for all of us to hear about him going to the University of Miami because we were like, wow, like he's not even that good. Like, and not even like hating because we played with him for two years and then we played against him. That school was also in our in our division, our our uh, co- league or conference. Yeah, um, we played against him, and it wasn't really that serious. Um, but maybe partly because his dad, you know, what I mean, his dad had. had I mean, when well, your dad's a hall of famer, yeah, you're gonna have some connections. Um, you're gonna be able to go to places where other, any other regular uh, kid or a kid that's yeah. not as good will be. And he had go. some issues with his family. Um, you know, his parents were divorced, and. I know he had some issues with his uh, mom and he had some issues with his dad growing up. I never really knew the details. I was never really trying to be like his homie like that. <laughs> but um but but we were cool. Um yeah. but it wasn't like you were. Know, yeah, I I just happened to never see him. Okay, no, I'm just trying to help you with the association, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah. Kinda, no, I, I never wild, I kind of wild out here right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um okay. So let me get into um some of the stuff while he was still playing football. Um, okay. Jeez. <laughs> this is an instance where um a team official was saying that they had come across Kellen in a in a in a parked in a Hummer at the facility at the uh, Browns facility, Cleveland Browns football team, in the back 
masturbating. Um, they're okay. They're saying conversations with former teammates, coaches, and officials from three of the four teams Winslow played with, played for in the NFL, painted the picture of a talented, hardworking, hardworking athlete, as well um, as a man who, in his interactions off the field, had a reputation as a teammate for whom accepted norms did not apply. Uh, from his early years in Cleveland, 2004 to 2008, to his final NFL season in 2013 with the Jets, Winslow became known to co-workers as a compulsive masturbator and pornography enthusiast, according to two teammates and three former officials. He could count on having an empty seat next to him on any team flight <laughs> due to his ritual of watching hardcore pornography on his portable DVD player. Oh, my God. <laughs> on the plane. Oh, my um, God. On one occasion, an equipment manager tasked with delivering gear to lockers after hours walked in on Winslow masturbating at his locker two seats away from the entrance, according to two team officials familiar with the incident. Um, during road games when the team stayed at a hotel and had a curfew, assistant coaches who performed bed checks reported on multiple occasions finding Winslow watching pornography. When pornography became widely available on mobile phones, he often watched it on his smartphone during meetings. Um, two former teammates... Um, okay, mm. teammates would beg, like beg the coaches or whoever to not get a hotel room, to not be assigned a hotel room with Kevin Winslow. <laughs> yeah, man, that's because, because he watched pornography and masturbated openly with no regard for who was in the room. Um. Oh my God! Yeah. What is going on? Everybody knew about it. Uh, Romeo Cornell, who was the coach, the head head coach of the hey, time, Romeo uh, said that uh, and, a, and, a, and an assistant made efforts to mentor Winslow and impress upon him the expectations can, of appropriate. Can, can you imagine? Can you imagine? No, like, let's keep it real. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we're going way too fast about all this. Well, can you imagine? You're Romeo Cornell. You're one of few African American coaches in the NFL. Yes, you got this job. You have a team, you have a young, talented player, and the first thing does the equipment manager comes to you and says, hey, um, everybody's talking about this, but, you know, Kellen can't stop beating off. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Okay, hold but, on. Wait, no, 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 but the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm not done. You've been reading 40 minutes. He, imagine him being like, like, I can't believe I have to sit down with him mm. and tell him you can't do this in the meetings and open and in the locker rooms and in the hotel room when someone's there. Like, what? What, what is People, his? He would. What, what is? What is his answer though? Okay, hey, hey uh, it's my bad. You know, just I just. Again. The thing is, is like I'm just trying to imagine the answer. Hey, you know, honestly, I wasn't thinking. I just was like kind of in the moment. And my bad, Caesar. They said that later in his career, after being sent to Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, he, he acquired a life-size silicone mold of a woman's torso, complete with a vagina and anus, to bring with him on road trips. Why didn't you just? Yeah, so he so would... he brought a sex doll with him. <laughs> yeah. Why do they say life-size silicone woman? Is that what it is? Why they could just call it a sex so, no like, silicone mold of a woman's torso? Okay, okay, yeah, um, like just the torso. Yeah, 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 not the whole thing. It's probably too big. What did he put in his um, backpack? What is going on here? Uh, one official said, uh, like, characterizing him, um, he said that he was infantile, just very transparent. With Kellen, everybody knew that he was about two things, video games and effing. Because he would also often, like, um, mess around with women randomly whenever they had to go somewhere. 
Um, oh my god. There, there was there was even more stuff. Honestly, I, oh oh okay. This this was crazy. Honestly, I was tripping. So you remember that when when he was on the jets and there was a thing in the parking lot with the, in the car. Okay, so that situation. Okay. There was a, a thing to it. Okay, I'm gonna read this part. So just after the conclusion of what would be his lone season with the New York Jets in his final year in the NFL, Winslow was arrested and charged with possession of synthetic mar- marijuana. I'm sure you remember that. Yeah. Um, it stemmed from an incident the previous November when police searched Winslow's Cadillac Escalade in the parking lot of a Target in New Jersey. <laughs> they had been tipped off by a woman who called the police saying she saw a man masturbating in a parked vehicle. According to the police report, oh man, when the officer arrived, Winslow was slouching his seat and moving around, then moved to an upright position as the officer approached. The officer noted that... Um, <laughs> Winslow's, that Winslow's genitals were not exposed when he arrived, but hold on. Come on, what's going on, hold on right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's going hold on, hold on. on? But there were two open containers of Vaseline in the center console. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 wait. Two containers? Who opens two? Okay. What a monster. <laughs> Winslow told the officer that he was looking for a Boston market. <laughs> when he got the <laughs> Vaseline in his car, parked outside a Target, that he was in the seat looking for a Boston market. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. If I'm an officer, I'm told, hey, I'm sorry, I was looking for a Boston market. Oh, God, I'd be. I'd have to quit. Okay. Um, this, what is going the, the, on? His, his charges aren't funny, but that was funny. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, charges are terrible, they're but say, that's ridiculous. They're saying that... Um, um, that he had entered an 86-year-old woman's trailer park home shirtless. Um, and they were saying that, that he went in there to rape her, apparently. Um, and then he had also done that to a 71-year-old woman six days earlier. Um, but these old women. He was originally faced, uh, faced first-degree burglary charges in both instances, but they were later dropped to misdemeanor charges and eventually dismissed during a pretrial hearing. Um, there's, there's a lot... In this uh, article, it's long, and I encourage everybody to read it. But anyway, so the reason I, I don't want to just read the, the article and talk about this just to be talking about it. Um, I was when I was reading it, I'm like, you know, it's a, it's a shame because he got away with that because the culture of professional sports a lot of times will reward bad behavior if you're good enough. Like, if you're a good enough player, like, your off-the-field behavior will be, like, like people will act like nothing's going on. Because it really blew my mind to hear about, like, Romeo Cornell and all these other assistant coaches and all these teammates just talking about this years later. I'm like, yo, dude, like, you don't think that's, like, this is stuff that he needs real professional help. Like, it, this needs, like, this is deviant behavior already and like I don't know like I'm not somebody to say like this led to him being a rapist or what he was doing back then I I can't speak on that but like somebody displaying that behavior earlier in their career yo like you gotta intervene or at least be like yo we can't be having this guy in our on our team and in our league it made me think about Aaron Hernandez who they were saying was a gang member who had all these issues uh, growing up 
Hmm. Uh, I mean, what? No, I, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, um, I mean, you used to be scared of him, but he's dead now. But um, there were there were they were, talk- scared of <laughs> they were talking about all these issues with Aaron Hernandez, and I, I I went back and read an article about his life, which was like wild. Um, a lot of his dad was abusive and like had all these issues. He had like um, a, a, a gay relationship with his friend like throughout high school that they were scared to be open about because like the co- culture surrounding homosexuality is very, um, uh, you know, his, his, his not very tolerant. Um, there was a lot of things that kind of, I'm not saying that those things lead you to be a murderer. Um, but there were things that some, somebody could have intervened and like really tried to help this person. Kellen's case is a way different than Aaron Hernandez um, because it just seems like there's so many people in these organizations that are just allowing for this behavior and not doing or saying anything, just letting him get off scot-free. And and, and then he just went full-blown like uh, to assaulting people. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like the, the main issue I kind of have with this is usually what happens is that people show her displays of very disturbing issues and, and mental issues or any kind of something that's concerning in terms of their behaviors, whether it's social interactions or, or, or any kind of like physical displays of aggression or anything like that. You want to hit that early, especially when you're talking about these guys. What do they always say about NFL players? Their, their prime of their careers are, careers are 23 years old, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. They come out of the league 21. They spent 20 years old in the league. They're very young, and when you're seeing this behavior at what arguably in an adult life is a very young age, they're not even halfway through, they're not even 50 years old yet, and they're showing these behaviors, who knows what they've gone through entire lives, and I don't think that allowing them to keep banging their heads around on a field, getting hit, or or, or being around people for, for, for many times throughout the year, and in, in situations where you're around a big group of people, home and away, and... I just that that's terrible, and the, the like you said earlier, the worst kind of sucky part about it is that this was known in the Cleveland Brown staff. He moves on to the team. Who knows if they inform or inform them? It, there's two things to it. If they told them that, hey, look, man, he's a great player. I think he'll do great for your team. But yeah, like sorry, he does this and this and this, and the team goes, yeah, damn, that sucks. But you know. Glad to have. We'll see what happens, and uh, you know, like that. That that makes. I feel like that happened, and that's disturbing to me. You know, like and, or they uh, just didn't tell him, and that's yeah. Or I feel like I feel like they did tell him. I feel like yeah, they, they do. I feel like they do, and the team go like this. Yeah, but look at those numbers he put up. We just kind of got to have that out here. You know, we'll control the situation. Like every culture in the world, masturbation is private. Like everybody, not like it's shameful thing to do necessarily, but like. You don't just keep doing that and some, when somebody walks in. That's deviant, yo. Like, you know, somebody opens the door. You usually, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're, He's if just you're, like... Cont- if part of your arousal is people walking in on you or part of your arousal is that's people assaulty. being in a room that's with you. That's assaultish. Yeah, man. Sorry. Yeah. You can't do that, man. And and honestly, like... You can't I'm, do that. And, and, and it sucks because, like, even those other players that's walking in, he's still doing that. Like, it sucks that they can't just go tell the coach. Like, I mean, that's kind of the culture around, like, manhood or whatever. You can't be saying, like somebody violated me but i'm you're gonna feel violated if no, you walk in because i don't want to fucking see that <laughs> exactly and if you just don't stop you can be like yo yeah, like hey. come on dog like that's like you know you're you're bullying me son like put your <laughs> fucking clothes on that's just revenge for being bullied 
Yo, look, so, I mean, the, the behavior, the behavior, I mean, I don't know his life or anything, but, you know, behaviors like that do come from roots of your childhood. Whether you were someone, a child that was neglected or you were someone that just had a different explosion to other people or there was a childhood you never got to live or anything. There's things that attributed the professional help, psychology, therapy, mm-hmm. can attribute that behavior, focus on it, and help you out with. Unfortunately, even, I mean, this is not a, this is not very recent. I mean, in terms of, like, right now, this is something in 2000, probably 2006 afterwards, you know, these these incidents in 2010, right? This is the Brown, so it was, oh, was, was a while the, back, the, the, yeah, over 10 years ago. That, that deviant behavior. Yeah, unfortunately, like, there, 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 I don't think at the time there was more, more investment into into uh, caring people's mental health and stability, especially on a professional level. And maybe there is now, or maybe it's all cap that's what's going on right Mm. now. But there seems to be at least like a social media presence of caring about about people. I think there's definitely more. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't don't know the real numbers. So I'm saying that social media-wise, there seems to be like this initiative to care about people or talk about people's mental health issues or people feeling some type of way so maybe something would be different now well I think I, I think his lawyers are going to bring up CTE um, I mean I think CTE is is look my issue this, this, I'm not trying to make CTE not a problem my only issue with CTE is that I do not want it to be an escape no, I don't not. want CTE. You ain't gonna be a C- I don't want CTE to be like this is this is an excuse for behavior. And I'm gonna tell about this one where he um, ass- assaulted this homeless woman. Um, this is her, her testimony is that <clears throat> um, he would uh, Kevin would also would offer her uh, rides and meals and coffee um, every once in a while over the course of months, like being nice to her. And she's a homeless lady. And then she said at some point um, he offered her money for sex and she declined. And then uh, then one day he picked her up and I, to give her coffee. But then he pulled over and he raped her. Like, I, I don't know the effects of CTE, but that sounds very calculated. You yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I understand this. Like, you're a rapist. I criminal. understand that people, when they talk about CTE, they talk about irrational behaviors and in terms of moments where someone can't control themselves. And they have these blind moments or rages. But... Someone that had a had literally a plan like that yeah, sounds, nah, that sounds very like I've been like like I've been wanting to get with this woman and then the minute she doesn't give it to me I flip and do something else that's yeah. not I don't believe that that'd be CT really be and hopefully the judge sees sees that as well too yeah for sure um, but yeah you know leagues teams coaches and even leagues if you're if you you have players that are showing displaying deviant behavior. It's the responsibility of the league and I'm sorry, the team, which includes the coaches and the owners, and then the league to be like, look, <clears throat> the league ain't gonna work if there's not like youth coming into this uh, uh, establishment. You can't be having the the role models and like the people that the young people are supposed to be aspiring to be some kind of damn deviant uh, criminal. As much as uh, this is setting aside these uh, rape cases, but like that deviant behavior he was displaying throughout his playing career, like I gotta blame him as much. I gotta blame the coaches and stuff as much as I gotta blame him because why the hell would you keep that person on your team? Why? Just for some freaking catches? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and I think damn shame. I think the important message to highlight this is also is that you know. It's important for like these teams to understand that taking care of these players is is, is important as well. Take care of what is it? Take, make sure these oh, players the player are players. okay. The players is okay because 
it's not only for the benefit of the person, but the benefit of the people around them. You know, exactly. you know these these people have a real life impact on other people. They're around other people, and mm-hmm. you taking care of them might prevent something terrible happen to somebody Absolutely. else. And that's what it's about. You're, 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 you, I know players and stuff are seen as investments and, and they're seen as oh, numbers or seen as money and they're seen as figures and analytics. That's they're hilarious. not seen as human beings, you know? And a lot of times, the thing is, is like, it doesn't matter how much you think someone's value is money wise. You also got to think of their, their impact in other people's lives and how they can harm somebody or, 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 you know, do something terrible. So I think it's really, really important for them to be, get serious. If they want to protect these assets or whatever, or, oh, or players, no, it, because it is what it is. You know, it's, it's annoying. Like that's how they treat people. That's how they treat, I mean, that's how they treat players. At least try doing something also mentally protect them too, because that that's getting like dangerous at this well, point. He's, he's assaulting people. Like, yo, I'm not trying to walk in the daggone uh, a room and you're doing that. And I just got to like, yo, like, nah, if you go outside. It's you, a damn shame that the players already had to beg not to be roomed with him. And, that's and insane you to me. keep him on your team and they're literally going to beg about it. Be like, don't put me. I next, mean, he, he didn't last me. very long on teams. No, he played for a good amount of years on. Uh, on he was journeyman for sure. No, no, he it played says, for three okay, teams no, only. No, okay, okay, he played for the. Okay, listen, Browns it and says the I know it says Brown and Bucks, but I remember there was gaps in between his free agency. He had gaps in between him being signed on teams. It wasn't back to back to back to back, well, especially he, the last one on the Seahawks. I know it's been a while since he got signed before that too. Yeah, but that wasn't even like he was like already kind of washed by then. But like he went from the Browns to the Bucks to the yeah, Jets. I remember he was, he, Jets, he, he yeah. retired for, for, with the Jets. He kind of, I mean, he just lost it at that point. But that's a bike accident. He got in a car accident or something. Well, no, he had a bike. He was doing wheelies. He was doing wheelies and motorcycle, like broke his leg or something Something like that. Yeah, but I think that was actually with. I'll never forget that. That was with the Browns. Yeah, but he after he had a good year, I think. Yeah, but he he came back from that. Um, But yeah, just that behavior, like it just blows my mind. Like when I'm reading it, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. But when they're saying like the coach and all these people and all these players know, I'm like, you can't be uh, enabling deviant behavior. And like you said. For the safety of that player, obviously, and, and maybe things that they don't know how to control, and then for everybody else around him, because no. somebody could have pressed charges on him. No, like honestly, a player, honestly, a player honestly, could have honestly, 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 It's more whack that these teams feel like they have a need. They, they have they. It's it's getting starting to make me really upset now because I'm thinking about how teams in, in the league like to punish players based upon illegal behavior, like things yeah. that they do wrong, but. You being complicit in allowing a player to to do these lewd acts and deviant behaviors to other players' team, what he's doing is illegal to them. So the team should be punished as well too, because they're negligent to the behavior. They're not they're not stopping it. What he's doing is illegal. Yeah. What he's doing is illegal, and you knew about it, sir. That you're a part of a crime. You you protected a crime. But it's part of like you know a dude ain't gonna be like yo he violated. No, I understand. I'm just saying like. But what I'm saying. It's I'm, just yeah. No, just, I, players aren't ever gonna come out with whatever, or a guy isn't gonna come out and be like, hey man, like I was walking in a room and you know Kellen. Yeah, okay, his, okay. You know, <laughs> But but you know it sucks because I don't like, know why I can't say nah, it. But I don't know. Like I've never even heard nothing like that before, and I wonder like that. I I, I kind of doubt it that it's a common thing. But like, I'm just wondering. Please don't like, say it's a common thing. I highly. I'll doubt start to. I'll start to really question reality of this. Point. I highly doubt it. But like, it's really unfortunate that somebody's did that over a course of years, and nobody ever checked that behavior. It's very unfortunate. There's a lot of responsibility that teams and coaches and and leagues have to get players that are just you know they they are deviant or whatever whatever is wrong with them. 
you got to get them help. If the help don't work, you got to get them out of there. I watched that Run Our Test documentary, and he was saying from the time he was on the Pacers, um, he had that psych- psychologist. I don't say psychiatrist. He had, he had the psychologist. And um, before the the game they won the championship with the Lakers, he called her out. Like, he called her to come, like, help him. Like, he called her, and then after they won that championship with the Lakers, when he was, like, thanking people, he thanked her. Like, that person did a lot for him um, because he was struggling with his anger and just, like, all these different things, um, and it was affecting his relationship with his teammates and the coaches and, and the league in general. You know, he was looked at as toxic. Yeah, and then it got to a point where he was, like, <clears throat> was able to control himself better, and it took a yeah, long time. He did. I remember he got suspended and then, um, you know, took him to work back. I remember he came back and, like, basically became a whole new player on the Rockets in terms of – I know he still had, like – that incident where he elbowed Harden and Nick, well, that was in the Lakers, but like he was like almost like he like revived, like re- his career was like back again and he mm-hmm. was on fire. And that's why the Lakers got him because he had a great year with the Rockets. And, and be- they had a battle, actually. Remember, they battled the, the, the Lakers, beat them in the playoffs too that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and and you know, people want to, oh, he changed his name, is weird, but like he did a lot to like. You know, he did a lot for his own mental yeah, health, yeah. and he and he and he became an advocate as well. You know, I, I mean, yeah, he could have had a conversation with, with therapist saying like, "Hey, like this name kind of represents the person I was before, and I don't want to be associated with that." These you have professionals like like that that psychologists that are there to help them. We can't, we don't, we can't. Everybody can't be a critic or understand or try to interpret what somebody's doing in their life, for especially real. when they're seeking professional help. So mm-hmm. maybe this was one of the best steps he did yeah, to move like on. It. If he's a person that struggled with identity or whatever was going on or meant or anger issues, maybe changing his name disassociates himself from being that angry for himself. So he looks in the mirror like I'm not that guy anymore. I'm Meta World Peace now. Mm-hmm. And then what is he like, Panda Man or something now? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, the article's crazy. Um, anybody should go check out that article if you want to know about this incident. I don't know if you want to know. But, um, yeah, it's about Kellen Winslow Jr., former NFL player. And someone that I – we rode jet, ski, jet skis together in Mission Bay in San Diego. We was playing football together with dudes. We used to be hanging out tough. <laughs> we used to go to school with the dude. Isn't that crazy? Knew where, knew where he lived and everything. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, I'll say some more stuff off the air, but um, – yeah. Anyway, Caesar, let's talk about some football, some real football, not not no dang NFL garbage. Caesar, before you go, go ahead. How great has the Cup of America been? I mean, we're gonna talk about it right now, so relax. No, um, I mean, like just like no, nah, we're not doing that. We're gonna talk about it right now. We're gonna start with the opening ceremony that happened Friday. What is this? June fourteenth. Oh um, man, it's the nineteenth, dog. Yeah, it's only five days. Yeah, it's only five days. Did you see the opening ceremony? No, I didn't. Oh, it was so weird. It was weird and long, but it was representative. Though they had, a, they were representing a lot of indigenous people, and I'm pretty sure I seen Khloe Kardashian there. I'm not sure. Somebody can say who was that person? To, some Brazilian dude singing. I think that was Khloe Kardashian, was dude. I'm sure he's. Brazilian. Oh, it was Paulo Vitar? I don't know. He seemed. I don't know who he was. I don't That's know. who it probably was. That, that is it a dude? Yeah, I don't mute. I wasn't really trying to hear it, but. But why would the dude be Khloe Kardashian? No, I'm saying there was a chick singing with them too. I, look, she looked like oh. Khloe, I think it was Khloe Kardashian, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm, I'm halfway joking. You didn't see it, so it's not funny. Um, okay, so Caesar, let's go back to to last Friday. Let's talk about. Um, well, let's talk about off top how Brazil's gotten literally the easiest group ever. Like this is really racist. They got Bolivia, um, Bolivia, Bolivia, Venezuela, and Peru. Come powerhouses. on, okay. 
Anyway, um, I mean, they paid a lot to have the tournament at home. You're allowed to have that. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, I'm not gonna get into like all the um, uh, notes from the game. I don't Please have don't. all. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that because it's old already. They won three zero. I did put that the pitch is too nice. <laughs> like I feel like it was like it's like too good. <laughs> like the ball was skipping. So what? And what standards? Okay, Caesar. Is no, I know what you're getting at because we all know for anybody listening to the history of the show, the number one Brazil shamer is you. But go ahead, Caesar. I think the I'm saying the pitch was like too nice. The ball was skipping like really fast. It was like they 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 made it like super pristine. It's like a little you need a little bit of something on there so it can like be yeah. Latin American, right? Oh my god! <laughs> First of all, oh, oh another thing I put in this game um, before you start. Can I tell you the most hater thing ever? Hmm. You know how great the field was hmm. in the first game. Argentina was whining about it. They're saying how bad the field was. Argentina wait, was. Which, wait, which field? That same. All they of their playing on fields, and then on the commentary, like if you look at me, this field's been great actually. I've seen what, a bad that, field. That, at it all. was it was an excuse kind of saying why they lost that first game to Colombia. They're like, oh, the field's terrible. That's no, I've I'm seen like, terrible no, fields. The field was great because squared was over here breaking everybody off. We're go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to have to wait three days. Yes, have to wait three days for that game to come, right? Yo, <laughs> relax. relax. And the union relax. Okay, anyway. Or what? <laughs> I know you've been around violent people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, one thing I did put from the game, after I put that the pitch is too nice, um, Vinicius Jr. is better than David Neres. He is. He is. I agree. Like, I agree. Like, I think this is funny because like, it was... It was this not even a, not even a question. No, I agree with you. I think it was great because I know I've watched David Neres a few times at IX. And yeah, he's looked great on X, but it made me realize that he only, he, I think he looked really, really good because he had two really good cams playing with him, which was, uh, uh, damn, I always forget his name. Uh, Hakeem or something like that, right? Zayich and Tadic, yeah. who are very good with the ball, and that creates space for him to do what he wants. That's not really happening on those Brazil teams. Not really space for you to do what you want. And in that first game, he was kind of like a little ghost. He was boring, dog. He was boring. I, I was waiting for him. Because you know I, what? You know, I was thinking in my head. I was like, man, uh, that that your favorite word was in there. Dead regular. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, like I need to see some sauce, dog. Where you at? And, and every time he was getting the ball over there on the left, I was like, you know, Vinicius Junior would turn up. Yeah. Continue though, because I, I have stuff to say about Brazil's well, first game. Because I, I, you know, I watched that game two times. But go ahead. Damn. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna get into honestly. Like the notes from the actual game itself, I put was like the the pitch was too nice, and I put Vinicius Junior. Um, what is way better than David Neres? Is is, is better than David Neres? Um, any everything else was just like uh, oh. was just like notes from the actual. I, game. I think one of the big takeaways I noticed that the big issue with Brazil was this. In this Name, first game, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, they won 3-0, but there was an issue to it. Like, you could feel it in the game. You watch oh, in the yeah. game. It, was, it wasn't the three. The, the, the score was not a representation of the style of the game, mm-hmm. really. Um, not at all. No. Um, that lineup starting off, I was like, hey, like. Dead weird. Really weird lineup. Um, Coutinho, like, in the mid, right? And, like, uh, Richarlson on the right and David Ayers on the left. It was really strange. I didn't really understand. And then and Firmino in the middle. Baller. He's really good. You know what I like about Richardson? He's the first time I've seen in a while a, a, like a tall, athletic, yeah. big Brazilian. I've seen since like Adriano, maybe Fred, but Fred was garbage. Like a like like a Adriano style, like that big guy. Dribbler. Yeah, he has a left foot too. Hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, Richardson's really good. Than, I, th- I think better I think, than Gabriel Jesus. You know what? I don't know. I'm not ready to say that. I'm not ready I to am. say that. I am. I think about this. I'll say this. I think I think Richardson's more upside. 
Like for sure. Like I think Richardson has things to work on that's gonna make him really good. I'll but say, I don't say right now Richardson's better than him. I, I think so. I think Richardson is more assertive. I don't know. I'm I gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna You're not gonna disagree. I'm you gonna kinda mean. disagree with no, because I'll not. say this. I had an issue with Gubbage just before. When he came into this game today, he was being really assertive. Against Venezuela or Bolivia? Both games he was being assertive. They didn't translate into anything, yeah, but, but he was being assertive. But, but Richardson, dog? Richardson got size, though. He, he gets his balls he, in the and, air. And he's a really good dribbler. He can play wing and the middle, which yeah. is dangerous. Like Adriano. But, um, I don't, but I don't think you can put Gabriel Jesus out there on that right or left and he can really get it cracking like well, that. Well, he, he was put on left in that, his last but game. But was he getting it cracking, Absolutely though? not. Yeah, because Richardson was out there getting He was cracking. trying, though. Richardson was there putting the moves and getting it, getting it off. Oh, uh, I like Richardson a lot. He Charleston. That's a weird name. Um, what what I noticed with Brazil is so Neymar's out of there. So I think one of the big things that Brazil needed is someone with a one on one threat. Everybody in Brazil, people have an assumption and almost like a stereotype about Brazilians that because they're a Brazilian player, they have one on one ability. I don't care how That's many. I, I don't. I don't care how many videos you do of you juggling the ball or not making teammates. No. It doesn't tell me that you have one on one skills because one on one ability, one on one v one ability, isn't just you being able to do a juke move. It's a different. It's there. a different mindset for you having the desire to be like, I'm not passing the ball. I'm gonna pass this guy first, then I'm gonna pass his ball. It's a different kind of part. It's a different mentality. So the players that have that swag on Brazil right now. You got. Oh, I mean, obviously Neymar is not there. Uh, you, you Brazilians you, right now. That's why. Yeah, right there. Uh, you got uh, 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 Rich Charleston, mm-hmm. uh, Swerverton, aka Everton. <laughs> I was calling him Swerverton. That's a cool name, Swerverton. <laughs> um, and uh, William. William's William, a, no, William, no, the thing is, okay. no, William. I'm not saying William's good at, but William tries to do one on one. He does. He does this little I'll, move. I'll give William this. William, he's not trying to go. Past you necessarily. He's trying to get space for a cross or space a shot. Yeah, yeah, he is. But is it really like that? Like, but he's not trying to like. But, but, he's not trying to destroy you. Yeah, no, no. Like Neymar, obviously, yeah. is, is the best person on on Brazil that can do that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that what completes the cycle is I think Brazilian the Brazilian team has like a lot of kind of almost passive players in the area, including Gabriel and what Jesus. made Neymar a great part of that was that he was the one that wasn't passive. Not, not at so, all. So. He's he's and his. That's a great analysis. All of them are passive except for Richardson. yeah, they're all passive. And Coutinho, then Coutinho's extremely passive. passive yeah. I think Coutinho's. I'm gonna be real. In terms of skill sets, I've seen that's probably one of the most passive players I've ever seen. Very in terms passive. of with the skill set too, like mm. you know what he can do, and he just doesn't do it. Yeah, he doesn't do it. No. He doesn't do it unless it's like a prime opportunity for him yeah, to do it. It's, he doesn't. He doesn't make opportunities. He does it when the opportunity's literally at, like there, and he can't. He can't yeah, do that's anything not an else. Opportunity. That's just like it's there for for the take. It's a gift. Yeah, exactly. That's how. That's why he had four goals this year. <laughs> um. But, oh, oh, and Vinicius Junior. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that Vinicius Junior call up is just. It's really evident that it's needed because you're watching the game. You're like, literally, no one wants to take a one on one. The crowd was booing because there were so many back passing going on. I'm like, look. You're talking about Venezuela or Bolivia? Brazil. Let's wait for the Bolivia. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They were booing in Brazil game too. No, you mean Bolivia. Both games they were. I didn't really hear that. Yeah, they were doing that vice over there too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the thing is, like, everybody's getting, like, you can feel the frustration. Yeah, no, the Bolivia game was really weak, honestly. Like, yeah. that first half, I was like, come on, yo. And and here's the thing too. Like, you don't necessarily need a 1v1 guy. You don't necessarily need that. No. But, like, when... But it's like nice to have that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and also, but the issue, like, uh, I'm gonna say, 
I don't know. It's kind of keep going on. Let's go. But like, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna have, if you're not gonna have the one on one guy, you gotta have a true nine. You yeah. gotta have a true nine because if you have a false nine like Firmino, he's only setting up for passive players. He's not. Yeah. He's if, if the ball. If I'm they, enjoying this if they, analysis. If they have some, bars. if they have someone like Cavani who's gonna turn and try to make something happen towards yeah. the goal, Swan, it'd be so. different. Firmino's great. He's a baller. But the thing is that he's his a, his skill man. set his skill set is not meshing yeah. with what Brazil needs right now in the absence of, of Neymar. That's yeah. not what they need right well, now. Well, let, we'll get into the Venezuela game. I said, of course. I, mean, I don't need you to raise his hand on camera. <laughs> you see this? You see this? <laughs> um, we'll get into the Venezuela game. I didn't watch the Venezuela game, but we'll get, let's get into that in a second because I kind of want to go in order. Um, but that, that you didn't watch the Venezuela game? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I because I meant to record it, but I forgot to record it. That's why. Um, okay, relax because I watched a lot of games, Caesar. I watched a lot of games. I don't but... care about any of the games. Okay, you only care about Brazil. <laughs> okay. Why'd you ask for my ESPN Plus login? I didn't. You said why didn't I? Yeah. No, I've been watching on Telemundo. Okay. Yeah. Um, All the replays on there. Whatever, yo. Um, okay, let's get into. Um, oh, I, this is the game I've enjoyed the most, to be honest with you. Argentina, Colombia. Now. Oof. Let me just say this off top. Like, let me just say for all the messy people out there, like, what did they say on uh, Black Panther? Is this your king or is this your leader? Whatever the hell that is. Is this your king? Yo, I never in my life. The face, yeah, the face too late. (laughs) I never in my life heard of a player who's supposed to be the best player in the world, who's supposed to be on some team that's always ranked in the top, at least top 15, no, who's even saying, top 10. Who, who's saying that this is a quote from Messi. We are not candidates like to win the tournament like other times. We will go with the same dreams and excitement as always, but the reality is that Argentina is going through a process of change. That was loser Messi. He's already chalked it up as a loss. What the, a chump. Like, loser. Loser. Is this, is really, is this your king for real? I cannot believe that. I could not really sit there on a team and somebody say, we're not really uh, contending for, for, the, for the trophy. Oh, uh, like, what? Here, 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 here's, here's, now, now, here's part of why it's really whack. Y'all didn't win last time. Sometimes when you won last time, you're like, yo, dude, it's going to be a transition. But this is every four-year turn. Well, the last one was, what, 2016? Transition to what? Okay, so. Who retired? Yeah, exactly. I said, did you did not, not many I mean, people. he retired. Yeah, true. <laughs> but not many people aged out. Who? Uh, 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 Mascherano? That's like the only player that really, really aged out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who were they even I, I can't missing even... for that they needed so bad? Yeah. Um. Here's a here's a question before we get into the game. Um, oh, this is actually another thing before I ask you the question. I was like, why do I know more players on Colombia than Argentina? It's <laughs> really funny. Yeah, um, right. But ballers on team. And but then I asked, I, I mentioned that to say this and ask you: Does Messi inspire more kids from Argentina or Spain? Absolutely, he inspires more kids from Spain. I mean, it's without a doubt. You think so? I think I think absolutely. I mean, it, it's almost a, a it's almost a given that like Messi is is going to be big in Argentina. But of I think that like does 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 Messi what does Messi do what who does De- Messi do more for his country or his, his place he lives resides in? 
by far Barcelona. Barcelona. I think he inspires probably on like in the ratio wise more Catalonians than he does and uh, does Argentinians. I mean, let's keep it real. The last time the guy, the guy he left there when he was like thirteen years old. His 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 all of his successes come at the club level. Literally, same trophy case Pochettino in a profe- in the in the national level and me. We're all chilling in the same trophy case. We're all hanging out together. We share one. We have to get separate ones. Um, uh, it's right here. Um, Let my enemy. Yeah. So I just think like that. That's a that's a bar. Like that's a really gangster question. I think he absolutely inspires I, Catalonians more than he does. I think it's, Argentinian people. I think it's, it's actually Spanish people in general. I think it's absolutely the case, and I think that like I think it. The proof is in that I know more players from Argentina, I mean, I'm sorry, than Colombia, than Argentina. You know that there would be, if, if, if Messi was inspiring them people in Argentina, them young dudes in Argentina, there would be more stars coming out of Argentina. What, what, what's the highlight reels of Messi from Bar- Barcelona jerseys? What's the famous celebration everybody loved? When he takes off that Barcelona jersey, hangs it up, a shirt yeah. on the back. He didn't do that at Argentina. Whenever I watch him play at Argentina, if, if he scores, a, I mean, look, let me keep it real. Damn, you're not even there yet. Never mind. Okay, you're not even okay, but not even there. In this game specifically, the most telling thing to me was that I I really don't like to be the guy that like tries to reach something off of what you see on TV. Like you don't know the person, but let's. I'm gonna go off of what I'm provided with. I'm watching a game. You have the most shit demeanor ever. Oh, we're like get the demeanors. Ba- I mean, what do you mean we're gonna get to? What's no, no, the game right now? Caesar, hold on. I'm. I'm not. Okay, let, you, let, let go to the eighty-five recap. I wasn't cutting you off. I'm agreeing with you that we're gonna get into it. You need. Did you have coffee? This kombucha got you turned up. Hey, you need to relax. I haven't drank coffee in two days. You need to relax off this ginger rain. I wasn't cutting you off. Do your thing. I'm over it. Oh god. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay. In the fourth minute, I put that there's hella more. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's hella more Argentina fans there, and they're playing in Salvador, so I don't know what's going on with your city. Yeah, actually, buddy. first of all, well, Argentina fans travel really well. We don't mm, travel. Oh, <laughs> it was closer though. Um, <laughs> no, you know, you know, damn good flights coming from Colombia to Brazil for Argentina. They're importing uh, them. Them. Uh, them nine. You know, gold goes to Argentina, but don't go up to Colombia. You know, them. Uh, them. You importing them nine ones over there. It was, it was lit for for them for both that. games. It was both games. Was mighty blue in the crowd. <laughs> I was like, dang Caesar, what? just like that over there. Damn, I thought y'all was representing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, you know what? But actually, there was a thing I read about the poor ticket sales and like the high prices too. But it, whatever. Um, My grandma's best friend as a kid was Argentina, so who knows? Season and sold out. Um, Sixteenth minute, I put that square was getting busy. He he was out here to play. He said, "Look, Messi may be feeling some type of way. I'm feeling some type of way too, and I'm trying to get off right now." Thirty fifth minute, I put yo square is in this midfield <laughs> getting busy. He's literally playing in the midfield. He's getting busy. Like, I'm <laughs> he like, came to turn up. I'm like, you know, the, the, you know, it's funny. The the one player, I, the player he reminded me of, which sounds weird because he's older than him. But he reminded me of Ndombele, like the same kind of similar moves in the midfield where it's just like, you don't really see players go 1v1 in the midfield very often where they like are trying to get around the player in front. They usually obviously pass around it, but he's just like, okay, I'm squared with this guy. Let me just like get around him and then try to make it. Yeah. You you don't see that very often. No, you don't. And I think what's cool about him is that 
I think that a lot of his his mannerisms and his fire in that game, his his his, his behavior in that game, lit what already brought. If they weren't already turned up, I think it brought a fire to Argentina to what CB do Brought brought a brought a fire to Colombia hmm. because the man the, the the difference in the mannerisms and like a, the, the actions of the teams was crazy. What I said right after that, this is before the forty second minute after I put a. Midfield uh, squares in the midfield getting busy again. Boss, I put that Columbia got more heart. They do. They were they were fired up. You know, I kind of keep it real. You know what made me really happy? I was really happy seeing Falcon out there. Made me happy. Oh, Falcon was doing his thing too. He had a good game. He's played really good. He had a good game. That's true. That's um, a real nine right there. I put after that. I put. I know Roger Martinez knows his way around a Draco. That dude looked like he's with the shits. <laughs> Roger yeah, Martinez. Jorge can get cra- gets a cracking. <laughs> Who? Roger Martinez, the dude that scored the goal for Columbia. I know. You don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking um, about. Oh, my God. There, there, this is annoying in the 50s. Man. There was two fouls back-to-back on Falcao that the ref didn't call that were close to the box. I was like, what are you doing? I was wilding out. Um, oh, Messi did turn up in the 55th minute. He put that meg on Sanchez in the box. But um, Barrios, the dude for Colombia, he had a really good game, too. He cleaned it up after that. But Barrios had a really good game as well. Um um, let me just try to skip some of this stuff. Oh, when uh, Jefferson Lerma came on for uh, Square, I thought that was a really good... Uh, uh, Jefferson Lerma. Could, if if Jer- Jefferson Lerma was walking around America, would you know he speaks Spanish? Of course not. Yeah. That's like the whole Colombia if, if he walked through Terry Joe's, he'd be like, hey, man, he'd be like, Kimbo. Whoa. I give him. A, I give him. A, I don't know if I don't know if Colombians do a, a black acknowledgement. I don't think they do that in South America. <laughs> they, they that might, might be. Know. That might be down there. Might be like, what are you doing? I heard Colombia. I tried really, fifteen times in Brazil. Brazil's different, yo. Here comes. Here comes. Go ahead. Brazil's different because your 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 city is all Argentina fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but I thought that was a really good sub putting in Jefferson Lerma for um for uh what's his name. Uh, square, yeah, uh, cuadrado for anybody. I don't have a problem with cuadrado, <laughs> yeah. but like, I know we, we can call it square. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but that was a great that's sub. A He's move. a baller. Yeah, and 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 like because the game zero zero all the way up to the sixty something minute, like you know maybe then you're kind of playing for a draw a little bit. Jefferson Lerma's is a good uh, defensive mid. Um, Messi could have scored right after that, but his uh, header went wide. Um, okay, seventy first minute is a really dope goal. By Roger Martinez, who knows his way around the Draco, and he he he, he literally just put the burners on. Oh yeah, I'm just that dude, put the burners. that that right back for uh, what was his name, Soravia or something like that? Cara, Castle. Cara. No, no, Soravia for okay. uh, for uh, okay. Argentina. They're, they're right back. He was, everything happened against him. It was really that's funny. why he didn't play the next game. Yeah, right. Um, I was like, geez, he was really bad. Um, but it was a really great switch. Was it Sarachi? No, it was Saravia. Okay. It sounds like Saravia, the dude from Betis, but yeah, it's uh, Saravia. Okay. Um, it was a really good switch of play by James Rodriguez that went to Roger Martinez, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to score this goal. Um, that was like literally, he just, he just like took that ball and kept pushing it forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, he, all the speed, too. He's like, I'm going to turn up all the burners right now for this. Yeah. Then in the 81st minute, it was really nice to see Duvan Zapata come on for Falcao. Duvan Zapata. And then five minutes later, he got his goal off a really good cross by Jefferson Lerma. He did the um, goal, the classic. Um, and it was also on Saravia's side. But it was really <laughs> cool that, I don't know who the coach of Colombia is, but they kept on showing like a black assistant coach. I don't know who that was either. Um, but <laughs> I don't know what they show on ESPN Plus, but on Telemundo, they kept on showing a black dude. They all use the same feed. Okay. Um, okay. It was really cool that the coach of Colombia, both his subs uh, end up being involved in the goals. 
That's, uh, that's, that's a really good word. And then go like to each other. Assists from Jeff Shimano to Zapata. So 2-0 to Argentina. But are you surprised? Messi's already, already said that they're not going to win. So why do we even care that these dudes lost that game? Clean clean jerseys and colors. Oh my God, it looks so fresh. Ooh, Argentina? Uh, Damn, Colombia. Knew it sold out. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, after that we had, you know, uh, since Caesar always uh, shows his hand on the teams he likes, Brazil, Barcelona. Uh, what? <laughs> Brazil? Brazil, <laughs> Manchester United. I like Brazil. <laughs> mm. No, I'm just joking. He loves Brazil. He loves Real Madrid. And I love... And, and not Swerberton. Um <laughs> You're going to show him no love last in, the, in your Brazil recap. You literally just skipped through it all. And you talked about all the Colombia goals. Well, you started talking about some other stuff. But you don't want to talk about Bol- 6 no, Bolivia, dog. No, I'm sorry. You don't get no love. Um, Uruguay played, played Ecuador. Uruguay being my favorite national team. I remember when me and Cesar watched Uruguay versus Portugal right here in his living room. Uh, in the World Cup last year, I forgot who else was here, um, but I just remember Cavani scored that goal, and I took my scarf off, slapping against the couch, and Cavani scored them amazing goals. And Caesar is a fake non-Portugal fan. No, he loved the the colonizers so much. Um, but anyway, Uruguay versus Ecuador, I was excited. That game was hella empty in Belo Horizonte. Nobody tried to 45 people was there. Maybe. That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, there ain't nothing. Everybody but- was listening outside. On the- you know what? They probably charging. Honestly, if I'm keeping it real, I think I heard that they were charging like one, 250 reels for nosebleeds. That's 90 some dollars. What is that? Like $12? <laughs> well, under this, this Bolsonaro regime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to go through everything, but a um, really dope goal by Nico Lodero, Seattle Sounders legend. I put, <laughs> I put like, yo, that might be the goal of the tournament. Um, uh, the, <laughs> what did I say? Oh, my God. Okay. How chubby his horse look? <sighs> he looked chubby. He, he looked very chubby. Oh, who's the, oh, you know who looked chubby for Chile? Uh, Bosa Jura. Oh, oh yeah, Bosa Jura. He was Bosa, doing his thing though. He, he was. But he it's was, really knowing that he balled out like that game. I was getting mad. Dog. That in the Japan game. I'm like, dog, yeah, chill the, out. Yeah, Chile against Japan. Uh, but but yeah, when I saw Bosa, I'm like, hey man, you've been kicking it. He, I'm like, this dude is real chubby right now, but he's doing his thing though. <laughs> he will be struggling later. Though. He got from that ice bath. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, yo, in like the 20th something minute, in the 20th in 20th something minute, there's a yellow on Quintero for uh, Ecuador. Um, I put that this is the third time that Ecuador players jumped up and led with an elbow. It was like the third time it happened, but then they ended up giving him a red card um, after they went to VAR. Um, I was really mad at Luis Suarez taking the corners. I was like, "What do you?" He was taking the corners on one side, and Nicolas Dero taking on the other side. I'm like, "Dog, you're the number freaking nine. Let's, you can't let's, be let's, taking let's corners. Do both, please." It, like, what's the deal here? Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you don't want to jump too much weight, <laughs> probably. But yeah, so Nicolo Dero, I thought that I was like, damn, that might be the goal of the tournament. Then uh, Cavani scored a goal in thirty third minute. I was like, damn, they're probably gonna say that's might be the goal of the tournament. I didn't really think that goal was that great, um, but people like those goals. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really care about those goals. Forty fourth minute, Luis Suarez uh, scored off, off of a corner. Halftime, it went in three three zero. Then uh, there was an own goal by the fake Mina of uh, Ecuador, not Yeri Mina of Colombia. This is another Mina on. Uh, Ecuador, although they do look like they could be brothers, absolutely. Uh, but the, but the fake Mina has better hair. Um, him and Cavani were arguing a lot that game too. Um, I don't know why. 
when he scored that own goal uh, because he was coming at Cavani, the real black guy. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, the game ended 4-0 to Uruguay. Um, I did watch Japan versus Chile, but that game ended up getting out of hand. So I was like, can, 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 can you tell me what you thought of Kubo? He was pretty good. Who that? Kubo. I, I'm gonna keep it real. I didn't know which one he was. I just knew the number ten for. Uh, he was number tw- ten. Was good. Kubo was number twenty one. He was a baller. Okay, I think he was good too. Yeah, number ten was a baller though. I'm like, number ten was stupid good. Mm-hmm. I think his name was. Uh, he plays in Nakamura or something like that. He plays in Yeah, Kata, I couldn't no. find him on FIFA. <laughs> I was like, this is really ridiculous. He's really, like, like. He used to play in Portugal, though. I, I remember seeing him one time. He's really good. But, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, when I saw I didn't him, see Kubo, though. Yeah, I saw Kubo's ball. He had, he had a couple good plays on the game. Okay. Um, I put that Japan. My, my one note of the game for real is that uh, they need a number. Wait. Oh, okay. Um, I put that they need uh, a real number nine. And, and number three is the worst player I've seen in my entire life. I was like, they have a number three out there playing midfield, and like, I, I like couldn't believe this was a professional athlete. Aww. I was like, dog, you're no, no, it's not all. Like all he did was foul people on purpose. I'm like, you're literally a hitman. <laughs> Zone six hitman, channel five hitman. Um, <laughs> uh, what did I put? Oh, I put that J- Japan is like a team of Aver, uh, Ever Banegas. <laughs> like y'all are really good, like good midfielders and passing the ball around. But yeah. like you need to like sh- strike that match, homie. Yeah, and they need a number nine. They, but... need, they need they need Honda. Honda was that guy. Honda was the one yeah. to turn up shoot shoot the ball. That's there. true. Yeah, he, he was he, that dude. Is he is he kind of he's is he still playing for Pachuca or whatever? He's playing Mexico. Yeah. Damn, he can get called up. Jam. This is a, no Japan went with all young team. This is not they didn't bring up okay. any high okay. any high level players. Okay, that makes sense. No, uh, no, no Honda, no anybody. Okay. All right, don't let me forget what, about the uh, Paraguay coach when I talk about this. So let's get into um, wait, what the heck? Oh, let's get into oh, I did okay. We'll get into Argentina, Paraguay. Okay, actually, sorry, Bolivia, Venezuela. You want to talk about it? Not really. No, but, but no. you want to talk about VAR in that game? Bolivia, Venezuela. Yeah, there's no hell of VAR. Who didn't watch it? I didn't watch Bolivia, Venezuela game. Oh. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm saying Bolivia. I'm, I mean Brazil, Venezuela. Oh yeah, we can talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but yeah, th- th- I, apparently there's some crazy VAR stuff. There was okay. Like this is my issue with that last VAR. So they called the the VAR with the Coutinho. They like like they they called the VAR because there was a man next to the goal, but the but Firmino was past the like half of his body was past the goalie, and they're saying that. It touched him, so it impacted the goal. Yeah, it was offsides. It was offsides, but I mean, that, that rule was kind of ridiculous already because there's already someone behind the goal already. Why do you need to have three people in front of the goal or three 85 people before it's not offsides? It's kind of dumb. I agree offsides if it's one person and they're they're ahead of the last line, but there's a person in front of the goal already. I'm like, that's kind of dumb, but whatever, though. That's another story because you can do throw-ins, but you can't do corners. I think it's dumb having, like, offsides in those moments. Well, let's talk about the whatever game though. Itself, um, I didn't watch it. Um, I thought that Brazil played so bad. It's crazy. Like, I, I think I tweeted about it. That was the first time I heard loud booing since the oh. Dunga era. Oh. It was insane, They were booing for Nardinia, you said? They were... They were <laughs> No, they were booing everybody. Oh, I saw you said tweet something about Fernandinho. No, the, what, the thing is, is on the so Brazil was playing bad for about like sixty minutes, mm. and on the teleprompter they showed the first sub was Fernandinho. Everybody's like, "What?" Like you could tell they're all drunken mats. Everybody's booing, booing uh, in Salvador too. Everyone's booing. Oh. Yeah, they in Salvador, the best city in the world. Um, booing Fernandinho coming to the match, and it was really funny. Swerverton popped up on the screen. The whole place started rocking, like, <laughs> like you're turning. 
Okay, you know what? I'm going to show fuck this. <laughs> you really, you really got issues, dog. You know what Future said. I'm not trying to argue. I got issues. <laughs> I'm sure he said that. <laughs> I'm doing that because you already know what's up upstairs. So or whatever. Now we're on 30 in. Okay, but you're going to wild out if that happens. That's why I'm trying to keep you low a little bit. Facts. Thank um, you. You're welcome. So, you, Swerver thank you. Yeah, Swerver came in. Everybody turned up. I thought Brazil, look, once again, that was a big example of them not having anybody with any one-on-one pressure. Casemiro's mm. uh, um, nose looked crazy. Um, Caesar uh, for, finally want to agree. For, I've been talking about Casemiro having. They a took out. They took out Richardson in the first forty-five minutes. Was he hurt? No, they took him out early. Brazil played really bad first half. Brazil was like it looked. What's up with Chichi Rodriguez? I have no idea. It wasn't necessarily that Venezuela played good against them. It's like Brazil. I think had sixty-five percent possession or sixty-eight percent possession. Who had more chances? But but I don't remember the chance numbers. But like, like, but but, but it doesn't. It, what really mattered didn't matter. Brazil possession. The amount of time that Venezuela had the ball, they did more in that time anyway. They did. Okay, gotcha. They they were they were they were just as active, you know, and it was it was it was a shame that they had some guy on the left, uh, I forgot his name, Machis or something like that. He was balling. He okay. he was he was putting on Danny Alves. Danny okay, let me show you one play. This is how old Danny Alves is. I don't know why the hell he got called up. Felipe Luis did a cross pass at Danny Alves. Mm-hmm. Danny Alves is running down the field. Couldn't catch up to the ball. It wasn't. Even, it was a good pass, mm. and it went out of bounds. And he's and he's like bare, and he's like huffing and puffing and walking back up the field. I'm like, why do we have this grandpa out here right now? I think he had an assist in the first game. Yeah, who didn't play good against Bolivia, dude? Oh, thank you. Finally, you admit it. <laughs> so, like in the Venezuela match, like, do you think that they were robbed by VAR or not really? No, I don't think. I don't think they deserved those goals from VAR. VAR, VAR okay. For sure, I think VAR was a little extra that match because my issue with VAR is they may get the correct call, but it's inconsistent. So, yeah, what's the point in VAR? If VAR was doing this every single time, you used to like fine. VAR. But let me get to my theory. I have a theory about VAR. Okay, let's go. Are you going to yell it or what? I'm going to scream it. Obviously. Because uh, I think VAR... <laughs> I think VAR is only... It, it's It's... Not allowed to be used all the time. Okay, that's your I think theory. That, I think that that's I think that weak. I think that networks um, counter like a referee wanting or them using to use VAR because it's like, oh look, we're going over airtime right now. We're not going to use. <laughs> oh, VAR. so you got a conspiracy theory? Yeah, <laughs> I think that VAR. It, because think about it, if they were to always allow VAR all the time, these games might stretch into two long periods. Not everybody's streaming. In America, it's ESPN Plus, but other other countries are actual so TV all channels. The, so all the networks, there's a bunch of different networks like Sky. And yeah, the, what do they all have? Advertisements. Okay, so you think and the TV networks, time? You think the networks be like, hey, but what if it's another network's like? No, well, it's, I think they all have a feed time, and this is the time allotted for these games. And if they soccer's already long as hell, if they have all these VAR, it might push these games longer. But like, no, we can't afford to have keep having this on here. Okay, Especially so with no so ads going on. So you think it's the, the Brazil game today, and I'm mean, the Argentina game today went to the 97th minute. Facts. So you think that? So you think that? And it's because of VAR. So you think that? Well, there was two players that went off on a stretcher, but I can't remember if that was. No one went off that. on a stretcher. Caesar, they brought, no oh, one well, dipped okay, out okay, on okay, a stretcher. Okay, Caesar, hold on. Everybody hold, went right back you, in the game you, after crying on the floor. Can you, can you hold on no stretcher <laughs> got pulled. They, no one Caesar, came in a Marshall Lynch Caesar, golf cart Caesar, and pulled somebody Caesar, in a stretcher. They, pull, they brought the stretcher out two times. They did, but no one left okay, on the stretcher. Okay, my bad. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, the game that you watched to the 63rd minute. <laughs> 72nd. Cap, go ahead. 
How? I, I you did. left her in a one-one game. I, but I told you I'm gonna leave it the seventieth minute if it's still one-one. And, what did and it, you what left it the sixty-third. And what did it end? You didn't leave it the seventy-fifth minute. End? What did it? <laughs> thank you. Um, anyway, going. I don't know what we're talking about, but going back to the Brazil. Uh, what? Going back to Brazil, Brazil, Venezuela. Oh no, your conspiracy theory. I can see that. Um, but I don't really know. But yeah, they they could be. I saying, mean, of course, we're not gonna know. Yeah, but but going back to Brazil, Venezuela. Do you think it was a deserved zero-zero? No, I think they deserved to lose that game. Oh, wow. I don't okay. think Brazil deserved that winning game. Brazil played atrociously. I don't think Brazil has any kind of one-on-one threat. Mm. Sweverton came in the game and swerved the ball so far out of bounds. It was insane. I saw Sweverton not make a goal or something, but it, but it got Yeah, he, he, did a, he had a good play that constituted a cross, but then he had a shot earlier before that it was mm. off too much. He, I'm not trying to like get on him, but Sw- Sweverton was thugging, though. I, like, He's I, been thugging. I, I mean, I, the I dude's coming from Grêmio, like... Well, I'm not anything he does is a positive to me. Yeah, big facts. Um, you hate Grêmio? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ronaldo used to play there. That's cool. Um, cool jersey though. Okay, and I don't like that name. Um, okay, so let's get into Argentina Paraguay. Then we'll get into USA versus Guyana. Watch that game. USA? Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and I have, but I have some other stuff to talk about about um, the Gold Cup in, in particular. Okay, so Argentina Paraguay, whatever, ended one one. I did want to say this about uh, the Paraguay coach. Who I think is from Argentina. Um, after Paraguay uh, drew Qatar two two, he was saying that um, Qatar and Japan shouldn't be at the Copa yeah. America. He was saying he was the, saying it should only be Concacaf teams. No, it, but but this is what bothered me. Condom bowl teams. I'm sorry, uh, condom bowl and Concacaf only. Uh, <laughs> but this is what bothered me. He was talking about. He said, "Are you asking me about it?" Okay, he said. I think it would make sense to play a Copa America with teams from all the Americas. Are you asking me about invited nations, right? About Qatar, Japan? I think we should imagine a whole Copa America with Central and North America playing all the same tournament. I never saw Europe inviting any South American team to compete. I was like, wow, somebody finally has worse geography than Cavani. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I literally tweeted, someone hand him a flat earth map. I'm like, hey, that's literally not what's going on here, dude. Do you know where these two countries are, no. bro? First of all, he's never heard of Qatar in his life. <laughs> I was like, this dude's in Europe. I'm like, dog. It's like, it, it, he's acting like we invited Sweden and Norway to play with yeah. us. I'm like, that's not what happened, dude. Yeah, no. I'm like, just, like, I'm like, this dude literally got worse because I'm like I'm just mad about Europe let me just go at him real quick right it's funny because I remember when Cavani when they asked him about playing in Jamaica and he was like well Jamaica's gonna be just like any other African team <laughs> and, they were, and they were like wait a minute brush because they're black but I'm but I think he just didn't know that Jamaica wasn't in Africa because he knows that all black people ain't from Africa because he'd be playing against Ecuador and stuff yeah he's so knowledgeable yeah, but his geography's bad. Yeah, but and he's but racist. We, but we, I don't know about that. But we finally got somebody whose whose geography is Dude, worse than. You know Kavani. how far Jamaica is from Africa? It's insane. How far is Japan from Europe? Yeah, well, Qatar's pretty close. Yeah, and I guess Japan's right next to Russia. Yeah, so. <laughs> Even though I don't really consider Russia Europe, but who? Uh, yeah, I thought it was weird on the map. You feel me? Like, y'all just did that to make your country your continent look bigger. Exactly. Um, but okay. Uh, Argentina, Paraguay. I'm not going to get into everything because um, you only watched a quarter of it. That's not true. Um, I did put that. Um, why is Messi having the captain's armband? Because he like never talks to the ref. He never like, talks he never... to the ref. He doesn't inspire. He doesn't do a Drew Brees huddle. I get hyped and no, rap in the ever. middle. He doesn't fire anybody up. No. Argentina's been going through these slumps, and he's not the guy who's been bringing them through. No, because he said we can't even up. win this tournament. Why is he? Is this really your captain? Seriously. And he never talks to the ref. I'm literally going to cap- put the show up, so is this your captain? 
I'm down. Um, what's the name? Yeah, the, 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 the captain's supposed to be the one that goes talk to the ref. He never even does it. I'm like, come on, dog. The most he ever gestures to the ref is this. How? Um, what was it? But, um, was it? Let me see. I don't really have a whole bunch of notes. Oh, I did put the Argentina. Like, they would be better with Everbanega. They don't really have much of a style the way they're playing. Yeah, they have Lo Celso in the West. There should be Everbanega in there. Yeah, Lo Celso's good. But He's like, good, and Paredes has been good, too. Yeah, but, like, you need somebody with a little bit more. You know what I mean? A little, bit, a little bit more. Added up. Uh, yes. You need somebody with a little bit more better vision. Everbanega has really good vision. He is. He's a baller. Uh, he, and he, he slows the game down a little bit, but that's good when you have, I think that's good when you have somebody like Messi. Um, but for whatever reason, they just look really poor. They looked, they looked good, and then they looked, they were trying to remember was, well, they weren't looking good. The they best run in the game was with Latao Martinez, and they were, took him out of the game. It was insane. It was so bad that it was even annoying here to commentary talk about it five minutes. The commentary kept bringing it up, like, I can't believe they subbed in Di Maria for Latao. This is a guy who literally did nothing in the first 45 minutes of the first game mm-hmm. against Colombia. He was a ghost and did nothing, and you bring him in as if he's going to spark something. They're literally having their best run, and when they subbed out Lautaro, he had just missed a wide a header, a header towards the goal. Like he was in the, everybody was in the mm-hmm. groove. Mm-hmm. It was a really bad sub. Mm-hmm. They subbed him out. They brought uh, uh, Suarez in. I'm like, what's yeah. going on out here? Well, I gotta blame Messi because you're the captain. Facts. They, they, it, I just hate that. It, like, don't don't do this whole like, oh, it's a team run him. You gotta blame the guy who's who's in. You gotta blame the star. You can't. Yeah. You can't be convenient to take blame and take and put blame on. Depending on when you. Feel I like gotta it. blame Messi because he said they can't win. So what's the point? Yeah. Anyway? So where's the mentality yeah. even to win? Just, no one has a desire to win. Just play with seven people, dude. Whatever. Why did Why did you do like Japan? Just send all the sub twenties in. Exactly because he said you can't win. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the game ended up one uh, one, and Paraguay coach has worse geography than uh, Cavani and um, Paraguay. At, wait. Qatar lost to Colombia. So uh, Paraguay is sitting on more points than Argentina at this point. Argentina, actually, Argentina is in the bottom of the group because Qatar scored two against Paraguay, but they only drew and lost. Uh, Argentina drew and lost and only scored one goal. So they're bottom of the group, and they're yeah. below Paraguay and, and, and Qatar. And, and it's funny because I'm over here ripping on Brazil. Brazil top of the group. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, you got Bolivia and Peru and Venezuela. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, that's all the Copa America that everybody, anybody ever wanted to hear. Let's talk a little bit about um, the Gold Cup. The only game I've watched so far is you. So far, been a great Copa America, by the way. Oh, absolutely! I, Having I, a great it, time. It, it, I love Copa America. It's my favorite tournament. Um, what's the name? Afcon will be starting this Friday. Yes, sir. Um, I was looking at some of them games coming. I'm like definitely not watching that. Not watching that. Not watching that. Dio Congo versus Burkina Faso. <laughs> I'm, not watching, I'm not watching Mali versus anybody. Uh, <laughs> Mali Wop. <laughs> okay, so USA. I'm just mad at Senegal sells boring jerseys. It makes me mad. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so USA played Guyana. That's the only only game I've watched. I have to some my, bars about the game. Okay, I have some bars about the game, and then I got well, I don't say bars, but I got some to say about the game, and then about the Gold Cup in general. And I got something to to propose to you. No, pause. See, um, I'm pretty sure I heard that there's no VAR in this tournament. No VAR. Weird. Down. This is Guyana's first Gold Cup. Um, uh, I also found out that, that there's a Nations League. Thank you. No, that's not it. Okay, good. I found out that Guyana had a spree of not playing an international game for two years. They had zero games played. They have... They're still suffering from the Jonestown massacre. They have wow. Uh, They still have they have players on their team that are playing fifth division England, fourth division England. Uh, Guys, guys, guys who hadn't played in a year and a half. 
It's just that roster was insane. Yeah. It looked like they just amassed, like they, they they used meet up the app and was like, "Yo, y'all trying to play this weekend against America or what?" Okay, so in the fifth minute, I put that guy in that don't look terrible. In the fifteenth minute, I put that as pr- pretty. What guy in that didn't look terrible in the beginning of that game, Caesar? You're telling me the guy that looked bad in the beginning of that game? Okay, they didn't. Okay, they I were, guess they didn't look terrible, but they, but they definitely. I, I, there were me, some dudes balling on Guyana. I think they had energy. There were some dudes that they were had balling, energy. though. There were some dudes that but were. Then, yeah. I seen somebody put a move on. Uh, yeah, t- I seen I seen a couple of happen. I do. I agree. Like there were some times where there was like passes that like seemed kind of wild, and some dude controlled. That was like, dang! Like they weren't like like. They don't have like the level of like coaching and stamina as USA, but yeah. but but like as far as skill set individually, like they weren't bad at all. Um, okay, also I okay, so no, I'm they're here, not bad as America that bad. I was hearing Boyd. They were like, "Oh, Boyd, Boyd." I'm like, "Okay," I'm thinking that the Boyd. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that guy Boyd." Uh, yeah, those Terrence Boyd, the, 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 the black they, guy. They were showing. I was like, "Oh, what? I was like, what the hell?" I thought I was like, "I was like, him a bleach." Me too. <laughs> I was like, him a bleach? I was like, him a bleach? I was like, I thought Boyd, I was, like, I thought Boyd was black, but I guess it's some guy, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. I, th- I thought you were talking about Terrence Literally, Boyd. Literally, I put, I put, I thought Tyler Boyd was black, but I guess no, it was Terrence no. Boyd. Um, Tyler Boyd from New Zealand. In the 20th minute, I put that uh, Guyana looked better than the USA at that point. Um, 25th minute, I put like, yo, Guyana dudes are putting moves on USA. Some dude put... Tyler Boyd on the ground. Yeah, and what's really you crazy put him is on that, the ground. like the the what was more telling to me is that the Ghana players doing these moves on like this like US team. I'm like, how bad is American team? Like the team looks so to me like that beginning of the game. Like this team is garbage. Yeah, it looked really bad. You just knew that they were going to score because they just you, you know that they're going to have more stamina. Yeah, they train. So they're, yeah, so they're going to be able to they're run professional up. athletes yeah. at high level. Yeah, so they're going to be they're going to be Compared like to, uh, yeah, they're going to have more stamina. So like that's kind of how you know they're going to end up scoring. And they did. They won the game four zero. Now, Caesar, what was your bars about the game? Um, Jesse's artist was awful. Oh my god, I saw one it's touch crazy. Of his, was so bad. It, his touches were so bad. He had touches that were he had a one on one with a goal and he kicked the ball so hard it almost dragged him out of bounds. He had a one on one. He like went that goalie could have been I could have juked that goalie right now. He, he he like pushed it so far out and then yeah for I can about for two minutes I'm good and then he like crossed it in and it would look like a nice goal set up. I'm like yeah, but it would have just been a one on one goal if he didn't just first touched the lead foot out of it into that of bounds. And then his only goal would be the fact that the ball bounced off his goddamn face into the goal. I'm like, that's how garbage he is. That was really is. funny. I was, like, I was cracking up. I was like, this is really sad. But it sucks because it's like, damn, dog. Like, that dude did head that ball out of the way and it just happened to hit Jesse's artist in the head and go in the goal. That's really no, unlucky. It was, yeah, it was a shot that, like, deflected onto Jesse's artist's face into yeah. the goal. Yeah, well, no, it was, a, no, the guy shot it. And the guy, the guy in a player headed it out, but then it ended up hitting Justin's yeah. face and going. And then that same, the same guy, the the um, uh, Ter- Tyler Terrence, whatever the hell, yeah. Boyd kicked Ble- the ball, Boy, and Boyd. it bounced off that dude who who deflected it to try to help the goal, to try to stop the goal, and actually went in and like threw the goalie off. That's why it went in. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah. It was, it was and I think the goalie was kind of hurt too. And he was kind of weird. Um, he had, he had, he was hurt. He like kept Bitch. on going down. Um, uh, huh? Jeez. <laughs> Um, him oh, bleach! <laughs> oh, him a bleach! Oh, yeah, d- d- bleaching Boyd over here. Okay, Caesar. Now, here's what I got to say about this gold cup. Now, this is my case for something. I don't want to say it yet. So, anyway, the U.S. The United States is in a group is in Group D with Trinidad, Tobago, Guyana, and Panama. Why does why is gold cup so big? 
hold on, hold on, <laughs> let me rock. Um, those three countries have a combined population of 6.2 million. That's less than San Diego and OC, Orange County's combined. That's less than that. There's 20 states, 20 states in America that have a higher population than those three countries. Here's what I think. This is my case for a new federation. I don't think it's fair for the USA to be playing against Martinique and Dagon Guyana. Virgin Islands. Like, no. Now, I think the USA should be part of another federation. They should create a new federation. That might sound crazy, but Australia did leave Oceania Federation in 2006 and joined Asian Federation, AFC. They used to be in Oceania with like Samoa. That's when they beat America Samoa to 22-0 back in the day. Samoa, New Zealand. uh, New Zealand. Yeah, and like, you know, Kiribati, whatever. I don't know. But um, I don't think that's crazy. I'm thinking that there could be a new federation. That includes USA, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and and maybe some other countries. I don't know about that, but I can definitely agree with the new federation. That well, is, it can't just be three countries. No, it doesn't have to be three countries. But I think it can create some some of the Central American countries towards like the northern side. There should be a cutoff. I think even like maybe even below the Panama Canal or something. Like so that, maybe like just like Panama, uh, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Rica, right? El Salvador, Salvador. Yeah. Yeah. I think anything below the Panama Canal should be a so, and then, and then, They should move them into into Comunabo or something like that. So, so Comunabo can have more teams as well, too. So maybe there could be a... Like, why is Guyana playing against America? That's weird. Uh, so, so there could be, like, a Caribbean confederation. Mm-hmm. That would, well, because their, their culture is Caribbean. Like, Guyana, um... Yeah, man, but I can, I'm looking at the map, homie. It's just not adding up to me. Well, that's the same thing when it comes to the, the UEFA and the AFC, because Kazakhstan is in UEFA, and that's ridiculous. Um, but... So, yeah, I think there should be a new federation. So, yeah, maybe just... But, I, I mean, I'm down to include Australia and New Zealand. Um, I'm just not really that down. That's kind of wild. That's way out there. I mean, whatever. No, I feel you. I feel I like what you're doing. But, damn, that's... that's The Pacific Ocean is really big. I mean, this is that's true. That's crazy, man. But, Caesar, dog, they... It's because they speak English. You're like, you're down, huh? I mean, whatever. Is that why you're down? I, I think... I think... I like the above the Panama Canal. I'm down. Yeah. So just because those teams are pretty, good. I think that's how they're putting work on them. No, yeah, Honduras, Nicaragua, yeah, they have they have decent programs. But I'm just saying, it's not fair for like Mexico to be playing against Cuba. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, or or USA, like it's not fair. Or Martinique, yeah, or Guyana, even like hey man, no, that's really not cool. Yeah, I mean, I know that Trinidad and Tobago like beat USA and they they compete, but it's like they should be playing against the the, the population so small, and they're just not they don't have a whole lot of money. That's not a knock on them. I think they should get still get, um, you know, spots to go into the World Cup two or three. I don't know, but like I'm down for another federation, like USA, Mexico, Canada. Even though Canada sucks too, um, let's say yeah. So uh, maybe put Belize in that other Caribbean confederation, but like Costa Rica, Honduras, Nicaragua. El That'd Salvador, be cool, like if Panama. the Caribbean had their own thing yeah. going too. I kind of would want to put Panama in that one too, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, actually, put put Panama. I speak Spanish too, so yeah, <laughs> just language now. Yeah, well, it would just I'm be fine, it, it would just be two languages, English and Spanish, in that federation. Um, but yeah, that's the case for a new federation because the Gold Cup is garbage, dude. It's really strange. It's really wild. It's very who's like, trying to watch that shit? I think it's really weird. I don't think who's I, trying to watch Curaçao versus Martinique? Like that's ridiculous. That's not for us. Like that's not for anybody. Like Curaçao. 
versus anybody. Nobody's gonna watch that. Kudos actually have more players, but they all get they all get robbed, right? And 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 USA shouldn't be playing against some small island nations and stuff like that. I remember last one in 2017, they were playing against St. Vincent and the Grenadines. That was like I was like I'm not gonna cover like 35 this. 35 people there. I'm like, I'm like I'm not gonna cover this entire tournament because. USA is playing St. Vincent and the Grenadines. That's going to be... That'd be like if... That, that was like when um when they had the Confederations Cup and the FIFA had invited like Tahiti or something. Oh, come on now. And then... Or, or, or something. Or one of those... I'm sorry. I might be getting it wrong. And Spain beat them like 9-0. What? And I was like, why the hell is Spain playing Tahiti right now? And then Brazil beat Spain like three zero, and the Brazilians were saying like the, they were like, oh, that, that was for that was for Tahiti because that was grimy. <laughs> they were that's, mad. That's hilarious. <laughs> but um, I'm like, yeah, like why are we doing that, man? So you're down for a new confederation? I'm very down. I think it'd be great. I think I think that that would actually help develop the sport. Yeah, I think so too. I think that having these teams with less less resources and less opportunities to play each other to develop themselves mm-hmm. is better because them traveling to get smashed on by a American team that's not even good. I don't think it helps their development at all. Yo, Guyana got to come all the way to them. Allianz Field in St. Paul, you know Minnesota. Come on, dude. They don't got I mean, you're like already that. down for America to fly down to New Zealand. Yeah, but America got money, though. I know, but you know, you already said that. So They got distance, money, though. Yeah, fair. You know what I'm saying? But New Zealand come up here. Yeah, that too. It's mm-hmm. fine. All right. Yeah, because it would be dope to see a, a tournament where these teams just go to one place. You know what I mean? They, not somebody coming so, from all the way to another continent. You know what? That's I have a, a gangster idea. Jesus. I have uh, a gangster idea. What's up? Why don't we come up with a cool... It would be cool if there's a cool name for, for this that new... Federation? Federation that included New Zealand and Australia. Hmm. It's called like the, 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 the PCFON, which is like the Pacific Rim uh, Conference. Well, because all those countries, like the the rim of the country, all touches the Pacific Ocean, so all those countries so, are kind of so, in this circle. So, so it could be. It like, should be like the Pacific Conference. PacCon. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of fresh. All right, I'm with it. I'm with it because I'd be New Zealand. I'd be all like everybody's in the he, Pacific. He accepted my proposal. I did, but if not, I'm down for the anything above Panama. <laughs> no, no, I think you can include them too. I'm not sending Panama to go to, to go battle El Salvador to go I don't battle really, New Zealand. I don't really love that either. That's honestly why I would just put Mexico. Okay. But, like, whatever. But if not that, let me just get Panama above each other. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. down. Okay, uh, Cesar, we got to talk a little bit about the women's World Cup. Um, I'm going to keep it real. Having, well, the game that I really want to watch is tomorrow, actually, the uh, USA versus Sweden. Before you talk, because you're not going to mention it, shout out Martha. I was going to mention no, it. No, you weren't. You don't, you don't care about Brazil. You don't care about Brazil. Shout out Martha. Being the, not, not only an advocate for women, women's rights in Brazil, uh, 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 doing her thing. Shout out to her, like for real, like a real pioneer. In a, uh, uh, it's, it's rare that when you talk about the history of Brazil, they don't often mention women being a landmark of them being something, you know, being something big. So, 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 Martha, big ups to you, passing up close, who already got that World Cup. How many? Uh, she had 16, I believe, right? In the record 15? No, because she, she got 17 or 16. Okay, record 16, because, because Ronaldo mm. had 15. Mm. Closest record, beat, mm. clo- Ronaldo played in less World Cups and close beat him just by playing in more, and that was really whack. Shout out Mata, balling out. True true pioneer for the sport of not only just, it's great that America does great, uh, really good in soccer, but there'd be someone in Latin America and South America and a different part outside of the United States. That's really good and prominent figures really dope. She's no Megan Rapino, but I rock with her. I mean, she's better than her, but that's what's up. <laughs> like, absolutely. I don't know about all that, but um, 
what what's some what's some uh, some activism stuff she did? Cause you talking about like she's been going on. I mean, she's always been really big on pushing like, for women like, women to be able to play sports. She's a big advocate for Brazil uh, beginning a, a women's comp the Brasileiro for women. All that stuff she's always really done. And I remember her having her speeches inside the FIFA uh, uh, Ballon d'Oro and, and stuff like that they'd give out or the FIFA Player of the Year awards. How come you never uh, brought it up on the podcast before? You feel me, Caesar? Okay, I got another proposal for you. Um, oh, let me just are you proposing to me? No. Um, these are the teams that have made it into the round of 16. Germany, Italy, Japan, England, France, Spain. Um, and then Norway is already set to play Australia in the round of 16. There's a lot of... there's These teams are looking kind of one-sided out here. Um, I guess USA probably is going to make it. But um, I'm like, damn, dog. Germany, Italy, England, France, Spain, Norway, Australia. Ooh. I don't think any of the African teams even got a point. Um we're not going to include Jamaica like Cavani would, but they also haven't gotten a point either. Um, Caesar, what do you think about this idea? A mixed men's and women's World Cup. What do you mean? Like at the same time, the men and women are playing in the World Cup at the same time. Like a game before and game after? I don't know, but like... The, the, like they the, did, the, like the, I remember in like high school basketball, they would do where the women play their game before and then the men would play afterwards. A mixed World Cup. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, if they can manage... Like, do them, If that means less men's game and less women's game, I'm down. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. kind of cool. I mean, people don't even care about the World Cup anymore anyway. I think people pretend to care about this. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I like the World Cup, but I think people really pretend they do. Just, just like, slash out four of the teams and make a men's and women's World Cup at the same time. What you think? I think it's a cool idea. I don't have a problem with the World Cup now, so I don't really want to get rid of the men's World Cup. I don't have an issue with no, it. No, not get rid of it, obviously, but just, like, uh, maybe like, cut four teams. I don't know about that. Well, just to make it so it ain't like 60-something teams playing in both World Cups or whatever. I don't have a problem with the men's World Cup over 60 teams. <laughs> okay. I enjoy it. All right. Anyway. I actually get really sad World Cups and I'm like, damn, it's over already? We went hard last World Cup. I mean, yeah, we were good. We went really hard. Brazil didn't. Um, <laughs> Look at that. You have to do it, don't you? Yeah, I have to do it because it's going on. Because you like this in Brazil. Yeah, I do. Um, but yeah, so you would be down for honestly. I think it'd be a cool, a cool thing to try. I don't think it'd be a terrible what, idea. What, did they, they didn't they didn't settle it for 2026 yet? Did they? No, because it's Qatar 2022. They don't have a 2026 yet. I know oh America's no, in they do. It's gonna be. Isn't it gonna be America, uh, Canada, Mexico, or something like that? Did that is that finalized? I think so. Because it was gonna be Morocco. Remember? Oh yeah, it's like America. It's like a, and it, this is yeah. It is America. It's America, Mexico, Canada. Yeah, something like that. Jesus okay, Christ. Yeah, that's gonna be annoying. Um, I would better not have no damn game in the cold part. I'd be so mad if they have a game like in Minneapolis. Well, it's going to be in the summer. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't know why they do that. Yeah, that's going to they be... They swear, man. I just... I'm like, yo, have y'all ever heard of fossil fuel? <laughs> um, but um, 2030, they're probably going to do it. People are saying they're probably going to do it back in Uruguay. Come on, dog. I'm not about to talk to you 2030, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to talk about 2030, man. Well, I'm just saying they're probably going to do it in oh, Uruguay. Oh, God. Argentina, because that's where the first one was. All right. Um, I mean, if we make it that far. I mean, yeah. Love it. If South America's still there, I'm down. You feel me? Um, but yeah, so Mixed World Cup, you're with it? Yeah, sure. We'll That's two proposals. I, I succeeded. You got me when I'm tired. It's a great time to propose things. Yeah, I just agree with it. Um, can you relax? We're <laughs> literally drunk. Whoa. Okay, Caesar. Um, I was going to talk about Toti leaving Roma, but I really don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't um, either. There's been too much going on. Toti, goodbye. I have wah. Goodbye. See you, man. Okay, ciao. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Um, he, he said that he's not going to come back until Pelota, the American guy, leaves the owner. <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, good Do- Wait, Toti? Yeah, Toti said, like, he's leaving, like, because like, he was, like, um, some kind of 
behind the scenes position and he was saying like nobody ever consulted him in two years so he's like got mad and he's like leaving now. that's very telling of him you feel me but <laughs> hey like, i had this position i was getting paid for but no one really wanted my my uh insight so i'm out of here yeah it's very telling yeah um but anyway yeah we made a podcast at we made a podcast.com we made a podcast on all social media holla at your boys um make sure you, nip yeah make sure you subscribe and uh shout out to the toronto raptors one more time winning T-Dot. that title you know we love y'all out here um yeah holla